This week on the Pamcast, it's the second week of March to Cascos, and the secret ingredient is squabbling. One star. We're in. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey, Bamcast. Yeah. Episode 217. Woo! That is a two followed by a one and a seven. Correct. <laughs> Keeping in the spirit of tonight's movie. Yeah. Yes. You're going to describe everything in a different way. <laughs> We're also going to find some way to tell each other about it with words. Mm. Nah. Huh. Now. And sometimes differently. No. Occasionally. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every wonderful episode of the Bayfcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. <laughs> we come in here and then we talk about it for the first half. And then the good bad movies, the enjoyable bad movies, they get one to five jocks as in robot jocks. Hooray! All right. But then possibly the bad bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight. Oh, boo. Mm. Oh, boo. Boo. <sighs> so... Week two of March to Costco's. Hooray! Yay! Yay! Brings us 2002's Scorcher. <laughs> right. It's a Scorcher. Why? I don't know. Chuck found this. We've had this movie for like six months. Yes, in one of our wonderful Walmart $5 yeah. multiple yeah. movie bin package I'm going to tell you what sold us on this. Okay. okay. Uh, Mark uh, to Costco's? Aside from that, <laughs> that fit the theme. Well, uh, yeah. I Rutger prob- Hauer is the president. Yes, <laughs> there you go. That's, all you need. that's really all I need to say. Yeah. That's that's true. And plus, the plot summary might tell you Man. why why we were sold on this. Okay, it's short. Okay, the only hope for humanity to survive a natural disaster is to detonate a nuclear bomb in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes more sense in the context of the movie. Yeah. When you put it that way, it's like, yeah, well, LA's pretty shitty, so blow it up. <laughs> yeah. It makes it sound Save like humanity. There's a traffic jam or yeah. something. It's like, how do we solve this? Just All fucking those poor blow people. It up. They were never getting out anyway. Nah. There's a four mile backup on the 405. Nuke it. Nuke it. <laughs> <laughs> Nuke it from orbit. The only way to be sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that. that Walmart movie pack included Weather Wars uh-huh. yeah. and Miami Magma. Yep. Kinda Don't forget the bonus movie, War of the Worlds 2. Sorry, the next Thomas wave. Yes. Yeah. The next wave. Miami Magma, the heat index is about to rise. <laughs> Man, I kind of wish we had watched Miami Magma. We really should have. Who's in Miami Magma? Brad Dorif. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we probably we have to uh, Miami Magma. Uh, Dorf Tober. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel Hunter. Dorf Timber. Cleveland Derricks. Wait, Rachel Hunter, like swimsuit model, Rachel? Uh, is it, is hers just spelled R-I-C-H-E-L? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Michelle? probably I, her, I don't know. Melissa Ordway. Oh. oh. Griff f- First. Oh, the first, first. Griff. Yeah. <laughs> and some other people. Let's, and Brad Dorf. Okay. All right. Why don't we talk about this movie? Though? Oh, right, right. <laughs> Scorcher. Scorcher. Uh, Let's talk about Scorcher. Who else is in Scorcher? Uh, well, you got the Mock DeCascos. You got the Rutger Hauer. You got the John uh, Reese Davies. John Reese Davies. John Reese Davies. Castle. And Tamara Davies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not related. Nope. nope. Even though they are in the movie. Coincidence. Coincidence. G.W. Bailey. Uh-huh. Of the Police Academy yeah. movies. Oh, that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Mark yeah. Rolston. Yeah. Right. Of, of Aliens. He's in Aliens, and he's. I think he's more well known at this point for being in Rush Hour. Okay. And uh, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that guy. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Regardless, mm-hmm. he's usually a dick. Yes. Yeah. 
Especially so in this movie. Oh, this yeah. holds true in this movie. <laughs> and one of the magical things about this this disc, um, if you're on the live stream, you can see <laughs> that it is one disc with uh-huh. four movies. On the same side. On Boy, the same did side. it look good. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you can maybe, if you're if you're watching the live stream, see the high-quality printed uh, DVD here. Our live stream, even with possibly dropping frames and the internet being a dick, is going to be higher quality than right. the movie. Yeah. It has, I think this... Uh, this copy of the film had a total of like nine Ps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But see, you want that in a movie like this so that you're not distracted when all the stock footage pops up. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, if you keep it, it all the all same shitty resolution, then it's like, yeah, oh, maybe sure. they did blow up that building. Possibly. But they didn't. Yeah. yeah Except so, for the... <laughs> well, let's talk about how the movie opens. It opens, strangely enough, with this kind of like title montage of things on fire. No, no, no. Whoa. No, before no, that no, opens no, no, with no, a no. snowstorm. I know. I know. I'm just saying like that it's... It's kind of doing setting up this the start of that, right? No, no. The first thing you see is, is the polar is, ice cap. It is the people yeah. going up to the north. Okay, Pole, John Reese Davies. I thought and it was friend. like I thought they were like you know you're watching the pick come down and them climbing and then like you're starting to see the things on fire or do you actually no th- yeah they show the, the North Pole yes. or whatever they, on they climb fire. up over this ridge is John Reese Davies in snow gear mm-hmm. and uh, you know almost unrecognizable except for his voice yeah and they yeah they come up over this ridge and yeah the the ice caps are on fire. <laughs> Well, or something icy is on fire. The zeros and ones are on fire. The snow is on fire. <laughs> yeah. And apparently that's been blamed on the Chinese nuclear testing shifting. No, it was, ma- it was man bear pig. <laughs> Could have been that too. Either one, shifting the Earth's tectonic plates. Right. Yes. So Shifting the main one. Yeah, we don't yeah. we don't get that explanation for a while, but yes, go ahead and say it. That's that's the explanation of this. The, the Chinese detonated three test underground nukes. This shifted the plates some 20 to 30 odd centimeters and growing. Mm-hmm. And that's basically letting out gases that were you know locked into the mantle. And it's greenhouse yeah, gases. Greenhousing are accelerating the greenhouse effect. It's cooking the planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it gets above 44 centimeters, we're toast. Yeah, yep. if it dilates past forty-four, yeah, yeah you just you, hell babies coming out yes. of Earth, <laughs> and it's all over. Yep. yep. So yeah, that's the plot we get eventually. But yes, after after we see the ice caps or wherever they are on fire, that's when the okay, that's when the weird montage yes. of things on fire, like starts. sweaty bellies, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, sweaty bellies. <laughs> Sequel to it is. Santa it's like, it's like a soft core horror movie. <laughs> title sequence kind of there's like hey it might be a sexy lady fire but then there's sweaty bellies but then there's like a thermometer on fire and a newspaper on fire lots of newspapers on fire yeah like they got all these oh yeah custom printed newspapers done and then they lit them on fire there was like scientists can't beat the heat lebron scores 40 (laughs) 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 why those scientists were playing ball i don't don't know no idea stupid yeah they're all tiny but they yeah. attempt, like, they, they go through this montage of shit images, and then they try to, like, burn in the title, like, the thing, you know, yeah. and it, like, it doesn't work, really, so they have to, like, superimpose a graphic. Well, it's because they've just taken lighter fluid and, and written out Scorcher yeah. and lit it on fire. And yeah, <laughs> and it's like, you can't really see it, so they put a title over there, over it. Scorch I wonder out. how many times they filmed it. He's like, I, all right, light it again. Yeah, just, come <laughs> on. He's like, we're out of butane. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to work. It's we hard to our budget already. It's hard to read. It's in cursive. Yeah, but it has to connect together or it doesn't catch on fire. Damn. <laughs> God. Are you all fireworks? <laughs> You're the worst at this. This movie's about fire. <laughs> Someone needs to know how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But either way, title so sequence that sucks. really sets the tone. Yeah. 
I mean, North Pole's yeah. on fire or whatever. Well, it explodes from the scorcher, the poor scorcher yeah. thing, into a uh, <laughs> volcano exploding mm-hmm. with stock footage from Dante's Peak, yep. a yep. lot of it. Yep. And, yeah, there's scientist lady in a shack as things are blowing up all around. And Well, Mark DeCosco's oh, Mark and is flying in with guy from fingers. Scrubs. Yes. <laughs> fingers, who's Ted from Scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> And they're just flying in, and they're just having sort of generic, like, get-to-know-you chat for the audience. Um, He's the accountant slash attorney guy, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, from Scrubs. That's kind of where Ted from Accounting came from. (laughs) He's pretty much... I just didn't know that that was was this this guy. Um, But yes, he's Fingers, the crazy pilot who's... He's Murdoch, basically. He's Murdoch, but like the first scene, like before I knew it was Ted from Scrubs, I was like, I thought it was like... You know, you couldn't hire Don Knotts, so you got this guy. Because, like, the first <laughs> scene, he's, he's like, well, I can take your ear, Andy, but we well, got to land. He, he keeps saying, like, land me over there. And then they cut to, like, stock footage of a volcano exploding. And he's like, nah, <laughs> I yeah. can't put you over there. So, uh, yeah, More but they're just having footage just chit-chat back and forth. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm a colonel and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I, look, I'm a smart ass. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this first 10 minutes is very, like, after the title sequence, is very just trying so hard to be edgy and clever with everyone. Yeah. And none of it works. Mm -mm. Like, it's all just eye-rollingly... I I, I can't even articulate it. It's, It's... well, it made me really angry. It turned me off from this movie immediately. <laughs> There's so much quick cutting, and they don't allow any of the dialogue to actually linger for a second for someone to react to it naturally. And before they even go back to someone else talking, they cut to stock footage and then back to the not stock footage. So it's all very abrupt. Every transition throughout this entire conversation is abrupt. Yeah. And so it's just like, just hit your marks. Well, go, 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 yeah, go. And throughout the movie, we get a lot of insert shots to... Ch- like because I think they don't trust the storytelling of the scenes. <laughs> so it's like, why. cut to this and show this just so we know. Yeah. But it's kind of like, yeah, you just cut to stock footage again. And it doesn't look good. Mm-mm. But it, it really, it hits its apex when he gets when he gets to the shack where she's just trying to shut down computers. Well, she's like, I told them. They wouldn't listen. I told yeah. them. And there's yeah. like lava pouring past well, she, yeah. The, yeah, there's literally lava pouring past the shack outside. Mm-hmm. You know, fiery like, rocks hitting the roof. Yeah. And she's like, I just got to get the date off. And she's yeah, on the phone he, somehow. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, I'm here to I'm here to take you in. You know, I'm here to rescue you. And she's right. like, I don't need rescuing. I'll leave when I'm ready. Like shit's exploding and then, all around and the, Yeah, and then like as soon as something starts falling down and the building starts melting, he kind of like leans back against the wall and crosses his arms. He's like, you ready to go now? <laughs> yeah. It's like... Fuck all of you. Just go to hell, all of you. Wow. This was, this was not making me as angry. No, I wasn't you. that angry. No. <laughs> it was, I, I just, it, it's a pet peeve. I hate when movies are trying that hard. Yeah. Okay. And, and nobody, like, and you can just tell the actors aren't, don't care about selling it either. And that bugs me. Like, like it, it either commit or don't, but d- it, they don't. No. <laughs> and it's a bad choice. Yeah. If you're going to do that sort of shit, commit to it. Well, I mean. But they don't. I, I hate to say it, but well, I don't hate to say it. I, you need a guy who makes these kinds of movies on a regular basis. You need your Fred Olin Ray. You need your Jim Wynorski in there who can direct actors well enough and still merge in all of that stock footage bullshit because mm-hmm. they do that. Like those movies that, that those guys make when they do that, those those cheap, just spliced in stock footage movies, the acting is usually well-directed. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're letting the dialogue play out and letting well, characters interact with each other. Generally work with the same people almost every time. True. So it's sort of like, hey, be that guy, you usually are guy. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, you work with Anson Williams enough, you you get you get mm-hmm. to know what he's like. Yeah. But yeah, James Seal, the guy who made this, it's pretty much just not much there. Okay. <laughs> not much there that you would recognize at any point. It's a lot of just direct to video mm. disaster type I, stuff. There's a, there's just a a churn of these guys who are just like, what's the next project? And they just plug them in. It's yeah. not like these guys are like, man, I just got this script. What's Scorcher. Scorcher. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to make it. It's just, what am I doing today? Okay, let's yeah, go and do the that. Guys it's like next get... on the task list. Yeah, exactly. Scorcher. Yeah. yeah, and the guys um, they get are like Rucker Howard. He's like, well, I don't, I, I don't have anything going on in March. Okay, well, you so. can be the president. <laughs> March to cast. <Castro. laughs> yeah. why, why is Rutger Howard the president? And why does he have such bad hair? His hair is terrible. Oh, his hair reminds me of... <laughs> Of Gary Oldman in Fifth Element. <laughs> he's got it going up the side, but he's got the one long part that's coming off of the part to, yeah. the, si- to the other side. Like, Moose yeah. that shit up. You're the uh, fucking president of the United States. fucking brush through it. Come on. I know. Like, you've got people to do this. You're the president. Yeah. yeah. You've got, What's like, wrong with you? You can get $400 haircuts. You don't have to have that stupid fucking mop. If you've ever seen Trailer Park Boys, he looks like fucking Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. It's, it's embarrassing for the fucking president. <laughs> We are so offended by this movie. Yeah. Like everything. I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Most bizarre. Yeah. Like, whatever. But anyway, yeah. He's I'm just say- getting the most mileage okay. out right. of his hair yeah. thing. So getting back to the actual plot. Sure. Go ahead. He gets it. He's like, you ready to go? And so they get in the in the Jeep. And the whole time, he's just like, yeah, it's crazy out here, isn't it? There's like ashes all over the side. She's like, what's wrong with you? We're going to die. <laughs> he's like, how come they didn't make a carpool lane for situations like this? Yeah. And, yeah, you know, Driving through this shitty village where people are dying left yeah. and right. <laughs> I like their flippancy about this. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, like, really like this. Uh, where he's just like, yeah, same shit every day. Well, and doesn't she say, like, aren't we going to help all these other people? He's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Nah. Well, because they, they don't speak English, they're not they really there. They're in the stock footage. They don't exist. He well, had to look, say something. She's but like, they, but they're not on my watch. And she's like, starts to open up the door, and he's like, grabs her back, and yeah. she's like, yeah, well, and then, like, he grabs her back in again, and then goes punch, <laughs> just knocks her out, <laughs> punches her out. Yeah, which the best part is, it's never acknowledged. Nope. Never does she ever say, "Hey, you hit me." They even yeah. had a good time for a joke yeah. there. Like all this, all the the moments that they joke about in this movie. She goes, "Like you didn't make the best first impression." Yeah. And she should have yeah. said, well, "I certainly made a pretty deep one." Or I don't know something. Yeah, There's just, some know. kind of joke there. <laughs> There's an impression of my yeah. fist on your forehead. There's something. There's in my class ring. I mean, I've got your you, Citadel ring on my face. Right. That's the impression. <laughs> Yeah, I think you got your West Point across. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Zing. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So they like his he was taking her to go meet the president because the president needs to be briefed yeah. in this giant airport hangar where they've set they up a, desk. a lot of giant airport hangars in this movie. <laughs> There's like uh-huh. a table and a desk and a control panel. And that's about it. And it takes forever to walk and over to Commandant Lassar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope. 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 No. Nope. Yeah, I always, I always <laughs> make that mistake. The, yeah, he's the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other the one. The Mahoney guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But of course, the president's introduced to her, and then he knows Mark DeCosco's because apparently Mark DeCosco's hit on the first lady at some point. 
because the president why not? has never forgotten it. And they're all super good natured about well, it. Well, because yeah. the first thing he is, is like, hey, Mr. President, how Mrs. how's Mrs. President? She's like, she's fine. She's in Europe with a security detail where you can't hit on her. Good day, sir. <laughs> and she's like, did you hit on the first lady? And he's like, she was hot. <laughs> I was young and she was hot. Yeah. It's like, wow, you're a dick. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a dick. But then also in the room is John Rhys Davies, who is Mr. Super Scientist, mm-hmm. who knows hot shit about all this stuff. Hot shit. And also happens to be her father. Yeah. As is quickly revealed. Yeah. But she does not like him. No. In the least. Because his wife died. Because nobody in this movie at, to this point has liked anybody else in this movie. No. Everyone must butt heads. It just mm-hmm. the, the, the issue that's going on here is not important. The Earth destroying itself, not important. We've got these little quarrels we've got to spend so much time yeah. talking about. Yeah, pretty much. And and it, it at the same time, they, they've shown, I guess, Mark Dacascos, we don't know it at the time, but it's Mark Dacascos' daughter yes. is in L.A. Yeah. Palling around with her friends. And they're Douche in, friend. They're oh, in the subway God. station, and they just kind of hop the... Hop the security gate and go to like some back room where there's yeah they're going to like Luther's lair yeah 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 another giant mm-hmm. hangar type room and but it's just like what is this place yeah but they're like oh look at this there's a hole here and it's <laughs> 500 meters deep watch me drop this quarter yeah we <laughs> yeah. we're rebels keep this in mind for later right go on <laughs> there's a great like. You know, a like, a, like a chicken wire. Great, yeah. A great uh, hole? Yes. No, there's like kind of like chicken wire, but the, the stuff that's that's square and, and like a, a tight mesh grate yeah. over it. And he just flips a quarter or what it looks like a large coin. Sure. But just flips it down there. Yep. It's a loony. Could be. Could yeah. be hucking loonies at the center yeah. of the earth or sure. whatever. <laughs> Take that. But, nice yeah. dance, loony. <laughs> Shake it, baby. <laughs> but he just flick, flips it down there like yeah. it doesn't. Hey, that's yeah. the least Great. of this movie's problems. Yeah. <laughs> he made a wish not yeah. to die in an earthquake. But she also, um, while they were hanging out, like, she pulls out her super special messaging device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, I send a message to my dad anywhere in the world. They're like, that's awesome. She's like, yeah, satellites and stuff. <laughs> it, it's just a Blackberry. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's like a Gen 1 Blackberry. It's right. yeah. fucking disgusting looking. But everyone in the movie treats it like, oh, a device Ooh. where you can send messages well, because to one the, another. I mean, Holy fucking shit. She took shit. it to a whole new, whole new level with the satellite. Like it's a sat phone yeah, blackberry or I know. some shit. It's like it bounces off the satellite anywhere in the world. I mean, that was super impressive technology for back then. I'm not saying oh, it's not. I'm just saying now. not really sort of. No. <laughs> that yeah, was no, the, that yeah. was Nokia phones were texting and shit in 2002. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah, you, had two, you had two-way pagers and shit. That was like yeah. big fucking whoop de doo Yeah. I mean, throwing in the fact that it's a sat phone, which it really wasn't. It was no, just a fucking Blackberry, yeah. but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, another thing that's set up yeah. for later in this stupid scene where they're mm-hmm. douchebag friends. But they're they're in that room for like 30 seconds, and then she's like, I gotta go. And then she goes out back to the main subway part where her mom or sister or aunt. aunt or I don't know, lady is there like, your dad's waiting and you've disappointed him for the last time. Because nah, you're yeah. hanging out with that asshole and his girlfriend. Uh, and then like earthquake hits the subway. And a sign falls, and so she jumps on the ant, pushes her out of her way. Uh, it's like, okay. Yeah, she goes, you got a lot of your father in you. Yeah. You're your father's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Really? She makes a face like, I don't want to be. Yeah. I'm going to text him. Yeah. The usual. <laughs> so, yeah. So, now we've established everybody. Yeah. And immediately, 
the movie does something weird is after John Reese Davies and the daughter have their argument. And, and they're like, basically, the world, we got to fix it. And we got to blow up L.A. to do it. Yeah, because he's got, he's giving a speech in front of a, a TV monitor that's mm-hmm. got all the, the basic graphs and shit that you need. It's got, you know, circles and seismic movements and shit of and a, count, a countdown clock on it. And so, you know, the president's like, well, what are we going to do? Yeah, because they've said, like, because China's set off these nukes yeah. over here, it's shifted the plate over. So the hole's over there. Right. So we've got to push our plate. Right. How do we do that? Well, it's, it's the plate is moving. They've yeah. got to stop the plate fr- from right. continuing. Because otherwise, so much gas will come out that everyone gets cooked. And so they're like, well, how are we going to do that? And he's like, thermonuclear device explosion. And everyone's like, what the shit? Yeah. No. Record scratch. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, are you crazy? And he's like, no, very serious. And, uh, yeah, and they basically say it's like this will be an extinction level event yeah. if if we don't fix this. Right, it's like we'll all be dead. And Dacascos is still making his, you know, he's like, well, I thought Mother Earth was going to fight and wars and stuff. And it's just like, shut up, Mark Dacascos. Yeah. But they're like, do you know where we need to detonate this nuke? And he's like, oh yes. <laughs> and it's like yeah, the map sure starts do. zooming in on the coast of California, and then Los Angeles is a big red dot pops up, and he just mm-hmm. points at it and goes right there. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, and they're like, there's 8 million people in Los Angeles. And like half of them are like, uh, I don't think we could do that. They're like, you've got two days, go. <laughs> yeah. So, ticking clock. Mm-hmm. But then immediately from there, it's a very odd montage of them all like looking pensively into the distance. And it's like, it's like that second act montage after everything's gone wrong and they're just, they don't know what to do. Like, that's the sort of montage you would have at that point, but instead it's just the, okay, here's what we got to do. And well, then suddenly they go into that. It's practically the uh, end montage from Deep Impact. Yeah. I mean, it's like everything's like, everyone's like wistfully looking off, like, are we going to survive this? And yeah. also a little bit of preparation, you know, just. But also, Nuke LA is not your first act story change. That's your second act, like, well. I guess we got to nuke LA and then you have that montage. You're doing it here 20 minutes in. Yeah. And you've also like, you've got your plan for the movie. Yeah. Like, like, all right. Uh, why not just drop a nuke on LA then? Yeah. Oh, you got to drop it in LA. Yeah. Yeah. So, so at this point it's like, they're like, all right, like anything in LA, you got to fuck your way to the top. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, we saw Armageddon. That was in space. Uh How can we kind of do that here? So we got to dig a hole yeah. in L.A. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you don't have a permit. No. <laughs> so, so they've decided, all right, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. We got to get to L.A. We got to do this. And suddenly there's Mark Rolston. Yep. Who immediately is like, hey, Dacascos, I hear you suck at your job. So I'm going to make sure you don't suck and things happen and stay out of my way. And Mark Dacascos is like, well, you stay out of my way. Well, because, yeah, he's like, why are you going with us? And it's like, it came from the president. He's like, whether or not you like it, I'm coming with you. It's like, wait, you mean the guy over there who I was just standing next to that I almost had sex with his wife? (laughs) But, and then he's like, well, we don't, I don't know if we trust your crew. Yeah, because he brings in his crew. To which, yeah, they they have everyone getting on the plane, being smug. (laughs) Oh, God, do they? Yeah. Everyone has a little thing to say to the Costco's and he has a little thing to say back and he tells one guy his story. He tells Mark Ralston's story about how yeah, well, they, July fourth, nineteen seventy two. Well he, they're taking two nukes and he's like, Why you need two nukes? He's like, Well, July fourth, nineteen seventy two. It was the first time I got to play with fireworks and 
I had a firecracker and I lit it and I threw it up in the air and it didn't explode. It was a dud. I hate duds. Yep. <laughs> and then I hate Mark, duds. That's the reason. And then Good Mark Ralston just kind of looks at him and goes, cool story, bro. Yeah. And then gets on the plane. <laughs> Whatever, man. He's like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's a wonderful story. You tell us so well. So enthusiasm. Because then the president yeah. walks up and is like, hey, tell me your dud story. <laughs> They just stand there and salute each other awkwardly. I thought you married your wife. Oh! (laughs) See, we need to write the jokes for us. It'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But yeah. So this establishes that, okay, his team is... They're... He's got a motley crew. Yeah, they're a motley crew. Yeah! And that is basically all the personality any of them are going to get from that point forward, aside from the pilot who's just, like, whacked out Murdoch-type guy. I don't know. A couple of people get a couple of good moments in. There, there's yeah. one coming up in a little bit, but yeah. But so anyway, yeah. So they get to L.A. and magically, L.A.'s been evacuated already. Pretty much, yeah. They got him aside out. Aside from the daughter, who he had to call the daughter and or called the aunt, and is like, "All right, they're coming to help you out." And she's like, "You're not going to be here." Yeah. And all he really needs to say is, "No, I have to save the world." Right. That's really the like. That's your trump card. That, yeah. That's like. Oh, you want to argue about this? How about this? I'm going to save the world. Why don't you go with the cops now? You don't need me to escort you anywhere. Yeah. How about you just do your I'm, job, Carol? Because yeah, <laughs> guess what? Carol? I'm busy running the fucking company. Yeah. I'm busy. Don't saving, bring all your problems to me, Carol. <laughs> I'm busy saving the world. Mm-hmm. As in everyone, yeah. seven billion people. Yeah. Guess who's saving them? Me. <laughs> so don't give me shit about my daughter. Well, there's a double whammy in that too because like he's talking to her on the phone and she's like, "Oh, so you're not coming." And then it cuts to the daughter who hears that and she rolls her eyes like, "I knew it. My fucking lousy father's not coming." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, dad saving the world again." <laughs> that son of a oh. bitch. That selfish son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and why don't you let me save the world from once, Dad? <laughs> that shit happens in almost every one of these disaster movies. Like, you're not paying attention to me. You never pay attention to me. It you happens never twice. And there's two sets of characters in this movie yeah. that it happens to. It's like if, if it wasn't annoying once, you've got two of them in the same room the entire time squabbling. And the end of every argument is squabbling. This, is, this isn't what it's. This isn't what's important right now. That's the end of every argument they yeah. have. Yeah, but either way, <laughs> she yells at him for not, and then he's like, uh, "You better go." The cops are there. You gotta like, you gotta get out of L.A. So go. But he never drops that trump card on her. Like, no, also, I'm not coming. And, also, you know, she's like, "Why don't you tell your daughter yourself that you're not coming or something yeah. like that?" And then hangs up the phone. Yeah, As she's standing next standing to the next daughter, to who she could hand the phone to and have him say that. Yeah. Also, she has magical, you know, satellite yeah. communication device thing. Yeah, who she is texting other friends. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, in the back of the car. Uh, but anyway, they anyway. their car they get stuck Teenagers. in traffic. Huh. Yeah, uh, Independence Day explosion happens, <laughs> and basically the ant tosses her into the trunk yeah. of the car, and immediately gets roasted. Oh yeah, yeah. Kenny Rogers. Yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've seen Daylight, that's where this stock footage comes from of the tunnel blowing up. Mm-hmm. That's that's what happens here. Yeah. So she gets she. She's the only one who survives because she hopped in a trunk. Right. Trunk which stops somehow explosions. was unlocked. Yeah. It's got one of those emergency release things on the, the trunk. inside. Yeah, okay. Get in it. Either way. So yeah, the, the so the she shook it loose. So yeah. she's pretty mm. much alone in LA. <laughs> oh no. And and I do Escape I do like that. that as soon as as going back to the phone call is he hangs up the phone and immediately Mark Ralston's there in his face is like <laughs> you know you're not supposed to talk to anybody. 
Yeah. No, so this is highly confidential. You can't talk to anybody. He's like, <laughs> he's yeah. like, I hope you're not giving away classified information. It's like the president just went on television and said we're going to nuke L.A. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing I else I'm to be to tell said. My family. <laughs> you might want to get out of L.A. Yeah, I don't think that's confidential at this point. I think everyone yeah. is getting out of L.A. <laughs> L.A. confidential. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Brian he just Brody. shows up to be a dick for no reason oh. all the time. Just you know, he's good. I'm surprised he didn't like criticize him for going over his minutes or something. <laughs> 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 you you want a family it. plan? You should buy no. a prepaid plan. <laughs> then you'd only yeah. use the minutes you use. You know, the two thousand two of those minutes. You've only got two hundred minutes a month. <laughs> I bet you don't even have rollover. Do you? That was way before rollover. Friends man. and family doesn't exist yet. Jerk. Mark Jerkos. Yeah. So, so yeah, Mark so, Jerkaskos. So they Jerkaskos. they all get to they all get to L.A. Yeah, real easy. And then too. they're like, all right, it's nuke time. Hey, everyone's gone. Let's, yeah, but let's they do land this. they land at LAX and then take like transport to where they're going, which is of course right off the L.A. River. L.A. Yeah. River, you hooray! Know. Well, but, the lowest point in L.A., of course. Okay, maybe I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> they went down into a thing. So. Sure, <laughs> probably the valley. But anyway, I. But I was just saying, like, it, just keep that in mind because they're driving along in their van and they're having more bullshit moments in the back of the van and everything. Yep. And then they come to cars parked across the street and they're like, "What's this shit?" And mm-hmm. there's two cop cars there. Well, I, I think the cop cars were ex- escorting them, and yeah, they mm-hmm. just kind of stop and they're like, "What is this shit?" All right, check it out. Yeah. And of course, it's an ambush. Right. Never explained why or who, but it's some guy in a ski mask. They're jackers. Some guy in a ski mask with automatic weapons and, and a very good plan. Yeah. This is like some Fallujah fucking jackers, <laughs> not LA jackers. No, no. Yeah. This yeah. guy was highly trained. This but a- right before that happened, we get some character development for one guy. Oh, yeah. Who whips out pictures of his eight kids and is like, look at all the kids I got. Yeah, because I got another one on the is, way. Yeah. Because <laughs> has been talking about his daughter. Yeah. He's like, you think that's bad? You only got one. I got eight. Whip, you know, it's like all the, <laughs> all the pictures fall out. Susie yeah. says it. You're like, that fucker's dead. Yeah, he that is guy, so dead. Because this is his only character development. I don't even know what his name is. That dude is dead. He may as well have drawn a target directly on his forehead. Yeah. And I'm, I'm building my own boat so we can go sailing around <laughs> yeah. the Caribbean with my kids. First guy shot by this master plan of the one jacker on top of a parking garage. That guy. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Just two in the chest. For yep. some reason, not wearing a vest either. Or everyone else is wearing body armor yep. except that guy. His kids were his only protection. I, yeah. Right by his heart. <laughs> Didn't work. Nope. Nope. Because he goes down. This and, is why yeah. kids ruin everything. He is dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then the two cops die too. And, and they die yep. in very oh. very hilarious yeah. Yeah, motion. Yeah. yeah. They're falling over hoods of cars yeah. and vibrating. and Now... <laughs> Firefight happens. They eventually like covering fire, and he throws this little sausage bomb. <laughs> yes, yeah. he does. <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. It's a sausage. Yeah, yeah it's a Jimmy it, Dean sausage. Yeah. <laughs> he just throws Whatever. It there. And you know, yay! They killed the one hijacker there was up on the roof. Which yeah. dumb plan, by the way. If he's stealing cars, why is he? Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> the, the <laughs> thing about what is this guy's motivation? I don't know. Tell me, because I, he's going to. The jack president their shit. has gone on TV and said, "Yeah, if we don't nuke LA, mm-hmm. the world ends." People don't believe that. It was finally time to enact their Robin Hood fantasy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, man. Chemtrails and yeah, all that. Like, right. some bullshit. Fuck the that. president's a lizard man. I'm and stealing <laughs> an <laughs> army truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even then, it, like, if they said they're going to nuke someplace, I'd be don't, like, don't you know be what? There. 
Maybe, yeah, maybe I want to just be elsewhere. Sure. Just in case. No, man. Well, Nukes aren't real, man. It's a figment of the imagination that the government made to keep people down. Just like the moon landing. Yeah, like yeah. the moon landing and, yeah. and everything else. To be fair, yeah. all the crazy fuckers in L.A., we only see two people who didn't evacuate. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, okay. We kept expecting, like, gangs of people to be sure. there because like, that would have made sense. Like, because, all the normal people left and the warriors were left over. Yeah. yeah. It's like there would be a gang. It was just like, yeah. fuck that. We're going to run this city. And then or maybe, a gang of just homeless dudes. Who, sure. sure. Yeah. We can't walk out of L.A. Yeah. It'd take too long. But no. Or a gang people. of martial artists that Mark DeCasco <laughs> yeah. says to samurai. That is what through. we were hoping yeah, for. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway, but they, they've taken care of this threat. You know, nameless guy with eight kids is dead on the ground, and that's when Mark Ralston comes up and he's like, Walked right into an ambush. Yeah, well, I can't believe you walked right into an ambush. Yeah. How could you do that? <laughs> Good job. And then he just turns around and walks away. And, of course, they have a little moment or whatever. Eh, we're so sad for the guy we don't know his name. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, they say on. a prayer over him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Move on. Yeah. So the truck's busted. Yep. Yeah. And, me, and also, the people in D.C. can't keep an eye on them, I guess, because that they, bomb disrupted communications. Well, they, they shot out the SATCOM yeah. off, the, okay. off the van, and when that... The sausage bomb went off and it <laughs> messed up the thermals or whatever, so mm-hmm. they yeah. can't see it. Took out the thermals. Uh, White House doesn't have like satellites. No, man, this isn't twenty four. They nope. don't have cool shit. No, they can't tap into every traffic camera. You saw what that. they had. They had a parking garage and yeah. a desk and a table. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't bring the good shit. No. So anyway, so <laughs> somehow they find these two little. I don't know, ATV, Deluxe golf cart, golf things. cart yeah. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, golf course maintenance, <laughs> you know, equipment. Sure. I don't know what yeah. it is, but they've, they've got these. I don't know if they were in the back of the van. They were bringing them with them. Who knows? But they're riding along. They've made it to the LA river. And of course the people back in Washington, wherever they are, the, the president's people are mm-hmm. like, Oh, they're moving. What do you mean? They're yeah. <laughs> their positions changing. They do this a lot in this movie. Like one guy will declare <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Because the first time it was like, they've stopped. What do you mean they stopped? They're not moving, <laughs> They're not sir. Moving, sir. <laughs> what? Yeah, same thing happens I when they start moving. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, so they see that they're Subtitle moving. Subtitle, restate. But of course, like, uh, police academy guy. What Did we ever figure out his name? Yeah, I had it up for a sec, actually. Oh, what, his character's name was yeah, police academy? I told Lieutenant him Harris. Yeah. Harris? Harris. Okay, yep. yeah. So Lieutenant Harris is like, oh, that could be the bad guys. They could have the nukes. We, we just need to mobilize and, and kill them all. Like immediately yeah. discarding this plan or whatever. Yeah. So, and the president's like, uh, "Excuse me, I work on facts, not <laughs> yeah. hypothesis. So yeah. Give me some facts, and then I'll make a decision." Yeah. Like because the, the, the dots one, are still moving to where they're supposed to be going. Besides his mm-hmm. ridiculous ha- hair, <laughs> Rutger Hauer is the only one making rational decisions in this entire movie. Yeah. Yes. Because he's just like, "Tell me that. Okay, tell it to me in like a way anybody can understand." Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Let's do that. You know, if it, if we don't do this, we die. Great, set off a nuke. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the super decisive president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, so they dispatch a couple of, of helicopters to go confirm that it's actually them in the L.A. River. <laughs> so these two helicopters come in, like land right there, like look around. And they're like, yeah, they just went into the tunnel, sir. Why the fuck did they go on the choppers <laughs> right to the yeah. place they were going? <laughs> yep. You have the full resources <laughs> of the government yeah. and backing and faith of the United States government. This is the problem. With you should budget. have the faith of the world. Yes, yeah. yeah. This is the problem with low the budget world. disaster movies. Yeah. Is like there's always dumb shit like this. Whereas like big budget, well, you can't ones, afford like one shot of a big helicopter unloading some yeah, shit. Yeah, I mean anything. Just yeah, yeah. But I yeah, mean, the, you the can land. You can land them all. Sell up. Rutger Hauer and get the. <laughs> you can sell land his hairpiece. Land them the all in a little tiny helicopter yeah. and then airdrop their equipment. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Some more stock footage of an airdrop. Yeah. Sure. I'm, 
the, the Operation Dumbo oh, Drop had to have some sort of stuff in it. Why are they bigger than elephant? That's weird. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's nuclear bombs in 2002 look Oh, weird. they're like canaries. They can sense our earthquakes. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> and, and mice, And their trunks. Yeah. yeah. Mice, um, just in case. But I'm just saying, like, this, another, like, 10, 15 minutes, whatever time wasted, but traveling montage in this movie. Yeah. Is, that they could have just dropped them right the fuck there. Well, it was to get them out of their trucks to take one also, guy out. Also, why when they go into the LA River do they have to go to a certain point? Like, why so far in? Why not just get to the river, fucking start they, drilling? They well, you can't drill right in the you know right in the base. Right, but there, they determined the actual point they had to be at the perfect placement of that nuke. Okay, I don't, sure. you think you would have like a couple miles of they probably did, room, but this was like the only place they could go. Sure. So well, yeah. I'll, my point being like big budget disaster sure. movies. It's like. You know, unobtainium. Sure, yeah, we got that. Let's build yeah. this fucking $14 billion thing to restart the Earth's core. Oh, right. let's just launch all the shuttles into the asteroid. That's fine. Oh, really? It's only two, not all the shuttles. Come on. Yeah. yeah I'm, but I'm <laughs> two at the same <laughs> time, though. Like, but they couldn't, you know, get more than uh, <laughs> six guys in a, yeah. in a van Duffel to bag. go. <laughs> That's the way these movies work, man. They just got to fill time between the stock footage. Yeah. Because yeah. now, yeah. like... The daughter is now just running like an idiot down the streets of L.A. Just oh. like, oh, God, where's the... Oh, eh. She's running like Steven Seagal. Yeah. She's she is, she running is terribly. Flappy arms. Yeah. And running. she tries one car that doesn't start, and then she just collapses and starts crying. First off, why is there an unlocked car in L.A.? And second, if you are going to leave your car unlocked, why are the keys in it, too? Well, that car didn't start. Those people were trying to evacuate, so they were like, fuck it, and they left. Okay. Like everyone else in LA did. It was just like, well, sure. they're going to nuke it, so I don't care if someone steals it. It probably wasn't theirs <laughs> to begin with. That's, probably. Yeah, so she hears sirens. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, cops. I'm here. I'll go to them. I'm and here. she starts running, and then just like Close hand light. comes out <laughs> out of an alley <laughs> and just cuts her down. And she. Oh, yeah. She gets clotheslined bad. Yeah. She goes down, and then you just see her body on the ground, and then slowly you can tell that someone is pulling it off camera, yeah. and that's right when the cops roll up and are just like, uh, yep, everything's okay down that alley. Yep. Great police work there. Lou. Yeah. Yeah. And she uh, she ends up in a some sort of just establishment chained to the ceiling uh, by a gentleman who appears to have sprung up after the nuke went off, but the nuke hasn't gone off yet. He's like a chud or a mutant or something. It's, yeah. it's he's like, a, he's a burn victim, but well, he's, he's also he's, insane. He's Richard Lynch and Michael Berriman's like, yeah, you know, like their child. Stepchild. If they yeah. somehow had a baby, what was yeah. his character's name? Did we get a name? I, no. Burn man. I don't know. Yeah, Burning man. Uh, and he's it wasn't chunk. It was uh, sloth. It was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was, uh, but he it was is char. just hamming it up in the worst Charmander. possible way. Just kind of that weird. God is coming to burn us all tonight. It's a record. And he's just pouring gasoline all over the place and flicking a lighter. And he's like, soon I will burn you like I burned them. Yeah. I'm menacing and tall. <laughs> yeah. But, Be afraid of But me. meanwhile, I'm just going to go watch television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He pours the gas all around up to her, yeah. like flicks his lighter around like he's going to burn her. And he's like, but not yet. I'm going to oh, go back. Oh, my and- stories are on. <laughs> 
I ain't never miss an episode of the 700 Club. I'll be back. Yeah. yeah. My story. Jammy Bay and Pat Roberts. Because he is watching some crazy Jesus. Yeah. It's like the last angels have left, left the city of angels and the fire will cleanse. And he's like, yes, the fire will cleanse us. Yeah. yeah. He's just your stock crazy person, yeah. and, and he shows her there's other burned people there. Yeah. Let's, let's like, just join them. Let's blah, skip blah. through her entire trauma here because it, it keeps cutting back to it. Let's All just right. go through the entire thing. Okay, she's hanging there. He's watching his stories and furiously <laughs> masturbating or whatever the hell he's doing in there. Yeah. He's having a good time. He's getting very excited yes. about whatever the hell. Yes, Seven hundred. So a mini a mini quake comes along and rattles the pipe loose that she's on. Mm-hmm. And what does she do? She frees her hands and immediately runs into the fucking room where he is. Well, she's running towards the front door. She immediately runs into the room where she's been like watching him watch his stories the entire time. And of course, he's just sitting there and goes, no, and grabs her and ties her back up, grabs her by the foot. And she just kind of, yeah, one wiggles on the ground a little bit. He has one foot. The other foot is left free to kick this guy either in his burned face or probably his burned balls. (laughs) (laughs) And... She just is like, no, let go of me. My Man. other pet peeve. Yeah. Kidnap victims that just don't freak the hell out. Yep. Yeah. Because she just, she doesn't even fight him. Yeah. No. She just gets dragged back in. Yeah. And I think. Hate it. Oh, she gets, t- it. she gets tased. That's what it is. Eventually. Does he? Yeah. Because it looks like he just shows her the taser and she's just whatever. Goes, <laughs> they didn't have money to actually taste. There was the there movie. was taser well, noise. Yeah, there was taser noise. Was you go <laughs> and then you push the thing into the person yeah. not pressing the button. No. and you uh, add a sound effect of the thing on no. <laughs> insurance. And there, cover it. you've tased somebody. Insurance wouldn't cover it. And this guy it's wasn't clever. The- <sighs> guy wasn't clever enough to go. Oh, I could take the batteries out. Yeah, and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's no risk to you, ma'am. Uh, really. Yeah. Anyway, but yes. So she gets tasered. Air quotes. And tied back up. Right. Uh, so she really, had, not he really. He just kind of drapes a mangled hanger over her hands. Yes. Right. Okay. Before, and, and she's okay. like, eh, she's eh. tied up, and, sort of. Yeah. And mangled hangers, my one weakness. <laughs> <laughs> she's tied up, such as it yeah. is. Yeah. Looks over, and whatever weird room she's in, there's a BlackBerry box there. There are several BlackBerry boxes. There's a boxes. shelf of them. There's a Blackberry shelf of them. BlackBerry boxes. <laughs> and so. She kind of wiggles her way over to knock one down, scooches it over to her, and essentially opens it up and powers it on all while he's still watching his stories or whatever. Yep. And so she now has a new way to text her dad. Yes. Because that's how they work. Out of the box. So she's been kidnapped for who knows how long. All these things have happened to her. And her first message is, I'm in L.A., Help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Daddy, yeah. help me. I'm in L.A. Yeah. Now, we, at some point, G.W. Bailey got the notice that the tunnel exploded and everyone in there was presumed dead. And the president's like aide is like, we should tell Mark Tacoscos that his daughter might be dead. Right. Or maybe not. And so someone could go look for her. And he's like, absolutely not. If we tell him that, he will go look for her and that will jeopardize the mission. Yeah. And he's exactly right. Yes. Well, well, because all right, so that's the end of her tale. That's, that's she's going to get rescued. Now right. we'll jump back yes. <laughs> to what else was going on, right? Because um, that happened. Because he was like, "No, your daughter's fine. She's great." And he's like, "Fantastic! I'll keep going with the mission then." Yeah. So they're <laughs> they're they're drilling, and I guess I don't know if it's the drill or just another random earthquake. Drill, baby, drill. Well, they but, get the earthquake that fucks everything up. Yeah, I'm saying they have the the, the same minor earthquake. Uh, something falls on one of Mark Picasso's guys, Styles, who was oh, he was fun. He was fun. 
He was goofy and hitting on the lady. And He's like, you want to go get a drink after this? Yeah, Although probably styles. not in L.A. because we're going to blow it up. So yeah, <laughs> somewhere we, might, else. we might have to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> he tells her a joke where it's one of those where you just hear the punchline. Mm-hmm. And he's like, get it? Hey, yeah. ah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like those are the worst things to do right after a joke is just to say, get it. Ah. And then ah? <laughs> she should have said, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah that's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. You're funny, but, man. But anyway, funny. so Styles, something fell on Styles and he got crushed and. <laughs> You know, they go over and pick it up, and then, of course, Mark Ralston comes around <laughs> behind, what, like, right after the guy's dead, and they've discovered Man. that he's dead. He's just like, hey, bat a thousand, aren't you? Yeah. Now, keep in mind, yeah, before... Just the, immediately. Yes. God. I mean, he's director of morale at this point. Too on this soon. Mission. He's corporal morale. Yeah. Because he's like... Because just before that scene, he had been with... It was Dacascos and Scientist Lady, and he goes, you know why I'm here? Because she told the president she doesn't trust you at all. Mm-hmm. And that she thinks you're going to screw up the mission and you're not going to do anything right. And she's just like, well, I kind of said that before, but I kind of, he's like, no, that's why I'm here. Because mm-hmm. she thinks that you're a screw up <laughs> and you're going to fail everyone and we're all going to die and it's all your fault. And the Costco's is like, we interacted one time and I saved your ass from the, a volcano. This is where the uh, impression line came from of like the first impression. Right. And yeah. It's like, <laughs> like, well, I've had time to get to know you now. So first impression wasn't so good. But yeah, now yeah. I'm, but I'm cool with you. I love that this knowledge is utterly pointless aside from destroying morale of those two people. Yeah. Yep. I'm just like just trying to suck. turn people against each other. It's like you guys, you do remember the world ends if you fail. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you might want to maybe, I don't know, pump them up a little bit instead of telling them, she doesn't trust you. Now, continue your conversation. There has to be something that they cut from this movie that sets up why this guy hates them. No. I don't know. It's like that one chick in Patient 666 or whatever that was, or Prisoner, whatever the hell, that terrible space movie Convict 762. Yes, that one, (laughs) where the one girl was just like so intent on messing everything up that I was convinced she was the bad guy secretly. But no, she was just that stupid and terrible. Yeah. That's what he's like. Where it's like, I was convinced he was in some kind of doomsday cult or something that was like, no, Lord, <laughs> Earth has to end. Yeah. I have to stop it. Because yeah. there's no other explanation for what the hell this guy is doing. They just wrote from- it as there needs to be conflict. Yeah, because they really resolve the conflict. Like It's like, there is no villain. It's the Earth is the villain. Yeah, and basically. You got to do this mission and they don't meet any real resistance aside from the thing is though is that crazy the, homeless the guy Earth that shot at him is a pretty good villain because it continually keeps fucking things up yeah all it has to do is throw a minor quake at them and it throws everything out of whack because what happens is is they have so many of those little quakes that she's doing uh, research on what's happened since and she's like oh no we have to set off two nukes mm-hmm. so yeah, be- she's like it's accelerating faster yeah and- so we're gonna have to set off two like 10 miles apart yeah, almost at the same time. And she tells her dad, and her dad's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he does not want to hear any of it. Just go play with your dolls and let the scientists do the science. Uh, we know what we're talking about. I'll look at your data, but whatever. Oh, he was such a dick to her. <laughs> and this continues the whole, like, you were never there for me, and you don't trust me, and uh, science, and I'm right. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Yeah, get out of my face! And this is about when Mark DeCoscos comes in. And he's just like, uh, "Something up, guys? Anything <laughs> wrong?" And she's like, "We have to set off two nukes." He's like, "Fuck yeah, let's go! Let's go do that!" Yeah, no, he's like, he's, no, first he's like, "I have to call somebody." She's like, "Well, then call somebody. You yeah. have super crazy phones." Yeah. He's like, "All right, yeah." yeah. And he 
of course can't or he no claims no no he does he calls and, and well, no, they like, call him they yeah, finally they, get they through to him because he's been calling the whole time like i can't get anybody yeah. and finally they get a hold of him and they're like mm-hmm. and he's actually like, i think they call uh mark ralston because like they might because they hand him the phone like hey your boss yeah because <laughs> I, I don't know something about you know he's the you know john reese davies is in charge we trust him implicitly yeah. whatever mm-hmm. he says goes and that's like his last directive which is vague I mean, I was just saying, that's the last directive he gets before the rest of the entire movie. Right. Because, anyway, like, so, Dacascos gets the page for the text from his daughter and is, like, loading up and getting ready to go rescue her. Yeah. Yeah, he gets this as he's talking to them. He's like, and, and he's I'll like, go get my daughter and set off the second nuke. See ya. Yeah, he's like, I'll load <laughs> yeah. up the nuke just in case you guys sort this out and give me a call, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and like, also the general guy has said, oh, we just heard from your daughter. She's on a plane to D.C. He's like, yeah, he's like, sure. Oh. You lying motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't tell him that. He's just like, mm. oh, that's oh, great. Yeah, great. Great to Thanks hear Thanks for her. saving her. As he's reading that. the message, it's like, oh, God, burn man is going to kill me. Daddy, help. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm in L.A. And she gets an address off of a box that was in there. Yeah. That was right. a little vague, too. Yeah. But but yeah, he says, I'm going. I'm I'll take the other nuke. I'll do it. Whatever. Well, actually, he's just going to go. Yeah. He's yeah. not even going to take the other nuke. Oh, that's like, right. I'm she's just she's my loading dog. up the nuke. She's like, yeah. I'm going with you because we're yeah. setting off this and other And Mark Ralston, of course, is like, uh, no, you're not. Yeah. Pulls yeah. a gun in his face and we get the, last time someone pulled a gun on me, they actually tried to use it. Yeah. We should we should point out that Mark Picasso's can't fight for shit in nope. this movie. Nope. He, the his, one guy that probably can fight in this movie can't. Utterly movie. wasted in this movie yeah. his only weapon is there was sarcasm. no point in having him in this movie nope but it could have been any it could have been me one of his guys gets shot in the leg <laughs> we think he's dead because it, it's one of those like ralston immediately like turns and shoots this guy who yeah. starts to make a move and they're like oh that guy's dead and then he gets up and has a gun on him and he's like yeah you go save your daughter right mm-hmm. yeah, I, I got this yeah and he does punch mark ralston once yeah kind then, of but not even it's yeah, not even it's filmed like a, well it's a stunt punch yeah, yeah. it's uh but anyway, Bad. so like he leaves them with you know holding Mark Ralston at gunpoint, like, yeah. "Hey, we're going to go set off the nuke." Well, they tie and him rescue up. My daughter. Yes, and yeah. immediately you just see shots of him trying to get out of mm-hmm. being tied up because yeah. because okay. he has become like the submarine in Crimson Tide, where he has gotten <laughs> he has gotten the broken order before they had to submerge, and even though all the facts say no, that's not the case. We need to do this. Mm-hmm. He is going strictly on that order. He's like, the the president's general told me to retrieve that nuke and not set it off under any circumstance. And even if both scientists tell me that that's what we got to do, mm-mm, can't do it. Yeah. I must stop that nuke at all costs. Yeah. It's really dumb. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so he ends up murdering everybody. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he, <laughs> yeah, like, he killed the two guys that were left behind guarding him. Yeah. Like well, well yeah. he, he killed one guy on camera. Well, the when the Costco's is leaving, yeah. basically the the scientist lady steps in front of him and is like, "I'm coming with you." Yeah, yeah. You're going somewhere else, and we need to take this nuke. She's like, "Trust me, we need to do this." Right. And he's like, "They said, you know, your dad said just one." <laughs> yeah. And, and then of course John Reese Davies comes. I was wrong. <laughs> she was right, and we love each other. They have like a five minute like reunion Bonding scene session. where it's like we have to go <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are, i have two tasks we are to do two now. They have, clocks right now yeah, they have set the clock on the first nuke <laughs> yes like come hell or high that, water and like going my off daughter now. terrible danger burning guy if they spent as much time doing their fucking jobs mm-hmm. in this movie as they spent like having a heart to heart or a <laughs> squabble yeah they would have gotten a lot done they probably would have had the holes drilled before LA was back, evacuated. Yeah, they would have been back in DC by the time the nuke went off. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. yeah, having a cocktail on the South Lawn, just like oh, yeah. Hey, so let's they, watch this on. So CNN. they have like this ten-minute <laughs> reunion. Oh, I'm sorry for everything. I, 
I love you. I'm going to whatever. Yeah. So she hops on the cart and mm-hmm. then they go and basically Mark DeCosco's rescues the daughter in like two seconds. Just yeah. immediately Just shows up. Unloads, empties the clip on the guy. Yeah. Or did he empty the magazine? Magazine. He emptied the gun. Yeah. He fired all his bullets into this guy's he chest. Did. He put all those bullets in. into that man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Oh, he propelled and, all of his ammunition and, towards yes. the And fellow. I love that he's like, oh my God, you're safe. He saves the daughter. Thank God, you're safe. And then immediately the scientist chick is like, we got to go. We got to get doing it. He's, he's like, like, he's like wait a minute. Wait a minute. I let you and Sala hug for like 20 minutes while my daughter was being threatened by this guy. And you won't give me 30 seconds with her. Yep. Sadly, that all happened in my head because he doesn't yes. say anything. He's like, all right, we got to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she's like, well, where are we going to find a place to put the nuke that's underground? And of course, the daughter's hole. like, oh, wait, uh, in Act 1, uh, page 3, <laughs> we Billy and I, we found this really a big hole in the subway, so let's go there. And he's like, sure, daughter. You obviously, you know what's going on. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're, you're adapted to everything. You know how to get out of situations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust you. Let's go there. Yeah. To be fair, I mean... They didn't have eh, any other alternatives. Yeah, they no. were kind of out of They options. didn't bring a drill. They, nope. You know, no, they had nothing. They, they had time to drill. The anyway. guy said they did not have time to drill. No, of course they, they did. Drill. No, they didn't absolutely have not. one. So. And these nu- nukes have to go off simultaneously. Yes. Sure. Because it's not a cumulative effect. Why not? No, it so is not. they get to a subway station. Maybe 10 miles away. And yeah, they have to yeah they have to get far enough away. So they get to the subway station. They're like, oh, this isn't the right one. Let's take the train that's sitting here. Oh, Money they, train. Yeah, anyone know how to work this? Yes, you push forward. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. easy. Yeah. And but, meanwhile, but, Mark Ralston has killed everybody. Yeah. Sala yeah. comes back and is like, and he's like, hey, uh, nuke's all set. Let's get out of here. And Sala's got, you know, pulls the gun on him. He's like, you killed everybody, didn't you? He's like, no, no, they're uh, fine. They're just sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> They're wet. I wish he would it's have a said wet that. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, they're wet. It's, they're it's a wet, bloody sleep, <laughs> yeah. but it's sleep. Don't worry. And this is where I thought. I you, mean it like you mean it. They're bloody asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where I thought your theory was like going to come into it. play because he's it's like, racist. I was wrong. We do need to set off both nukes. And, and Mark Ralston's like, oh, oh, my God. Well, here, take this phone. You know, and and call the president and let him know that that's what mm-hmm. we need to do. No, actually, I mean, take this knife. Yeah, and Mark, and he's just like, nope, fuck it, I'm in Terminator mode now. I have to kill everyone. Yeah. So kills John Reese Davies, which this movie can't even get its fucking cliches to work in its favor because John Reese Davies for this whole movie is clearly dying of something. He's just always mm-hmm. like leaned over, coughing up blood and shit, mm-hmm. and so clearly he's gonna have to go somewhere and be the one to push the button on the nuke to set. It. He's gonna have to go yeah. out like Bruce Willis in Armageddon. They don't even fucking do that. He just gets stabbed, and that's the end of it. Yep. So what? Why was yeah. he in the movie? At, that it's just. At this point, I was like, "Is it like Armageddon? Like instead of space dementia, this guy has LA, LA dementia? dementia? Yes. What is what is happening? <laughs> he is just he's gone batshit insane. He must stop everything that is going to save the world somehow. So that is no. La Dementia. <laughs> no. I don't that's know Spanish how he ended up the at the subway. Yeah. <laughs> we have no idea how he got to the subway to be in time to hop onto the back of the yeah. car. Which, no. man, he makes a stunt leap at that train, which he... Ugh. No way would he have co- landed on that train. So but, poorly sold. Yeah. But, I don't think he even jumped before they cut. Like, ugh. Yeah, it was, it was bad. But yeah. they eventually get to where the hole is, and they're like, yep, that's a hole. Great. Let's put this bomb in it. Mm-hmm. And Which the bomb I is like big yellow torpedo thing that uh, apparently he's been lugging this around in, in a the duffel, duffel bag. bag. It's enormous duffel bag sized, yet it is light enough 
to be hoisted over your head easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he was running on adrenaline when we get to that point. But it's a, it's uh, a double bag nuke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He comes. So Ralston shows up while they're arming the nuke. It's just like, no, stop it. I'm from. I'm under orders from the president. We can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> and He's like, I have to take this nuke back. Yeah. And so he just starts beating the fuck out of Mark Dacascos. Well, Mark Dacascos is the only one who has the code. Right. Because he goes, well, screw you guys. I'm just going to call the president and get it. And they're like, hey, no dumbass. Time. We're like 500 feet under the earth. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> and then, of course, so he tries the phone. It's like, dude, dude, Yeah. He's like, Yeah. So, so he shoots the Costco's in the arm. Oh, that's right. And then starts to beat up on him. Yeah. Threatens the daughter. You know, I'm going to shoot her if you don't. Right. Like, look, that's how she, he started. He grabbed her first, went back to threatening to Costco's, gets the daughter back, gun to the head. Mm-hmm. And that's when a uh, scientist lady bashes him over the head. Yep. Yeah. Hits him with a, a pipe or hits something. Hits him yeah. with a pipe that makes a punch sound. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't even make the good clang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, another little bit of a scuffle. And yeah, to Costco's basically picks the nuke up over his head, throws it at him. And throws him through the grate. No, no, no. no, no. no. The, no? Ralston, Ralston picks, picks up, up the nuke, nuke and is going to brain DeCoscos yeah. with a nuke. Yeah. And DeCoscos trips him, so he falls yeah. back into the okay. hole, and the nuke carries him down to the bottom but of the hole. I think gravity helped, too. That, yes. <laughs> Let, let's make a, <laughs> But I'm just saying, yeah. he, he goes down nuke first, is what I'm saying. Yeah, but let's... Sure. <laughs> let's note, DeCoscos barely fights in this scene. He's basically on the ground getting his ass kicked. I would say he puts up no offensive effort whatsoever. Yeah. It is just basically like, ow, don't hit me. I'm going to say something sarcastic. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, why? Wasted. Why the fuck Utterly did you wasted. Ca- Did anyone even know that he had martial arts training when he was cast in this movie? How could you not? I- <sighs> had they been drinking for all the previous, like, I, 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 20 I, years of his career? I... I don't know, I don't but know. either way, <laughs> wasted. So, yes. of course, Ralston gets a comically edited scene where he's falling down the hole. <laughs> yes, he Because it keeps going to close up of his face going, ah! oh, crap, this hole's really deep. <laughs> and this theoretical. My impending death. It's <laughs> cold, like too. This. <laughs> the bad thing is, like, it's theoretically a 500-foot hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That this man is falling down. Yeah. And you can die from like 30 feet up. Mm-hmm. But you're falling down this ventilation shaft. Well, he lands on a nuke. <laughs> Which one? It doesn't matter what the fuck he lands on. I know, He's but going to die. He could I land know. in a mattress factory that's and what, be fucking dead. That's what I'm saying, though. He falls <laughs> He falls in this hole. Nuke first. The nuke hits. Doesn't go off because nukes, you know, obviously not pintos. They're built to last. They're right. <laughs> <laughs> last. So he lands on top of the nuke. Still fine. Because what happens is that they're like, well, let's get out of here. And they leave the subway. And crazy Murdoch fingers guy has landed the plane on right the outside. highway right outside in a terrible looking oh, God. effect. That's yeah. just like, and he's just dancing around like, hey, they told me to come pick up, you know, that guy. But it's you guys. Let's get on the plane. Yay. And they take off as you see the. Yeah, the president people decide to call. Yeah. They're like, well, we should probably check on him. See what's going on. <laughs> right. So like. Yeah, he's kind of half alive at the bottom of the hole. Yeah. Like, enough to, like, go eh, and look over the nuke <laughs> for three seconds left. Doesn't... I always love these shots, though, when yeah. somebody, like, looks at the timer and it counts down. Yeah. At... But he doesn't say anything. He doesn't look at the camera. It's like... kind of goes, ah. Yeah. And then... Duh. Shot of two 
terrible shitty nukes going uh, off in LA as the plane is is taking off and everyone's just going just screaming just you know just like ah nuclear wave coming at us mm. and they're just like we'll make it and they do mm-hmm. and then and in DC they're all like have most of the people are like holy crap both of them went off yep oh man I guess we're saved. Yeah, let's watch the, watch the diameter thing, yeah. uh, you know, slow down yeah. or stop. And again, they're all like, it's slowing down. What? <laughs> it's ceasing <laughs> it's, to move as fast right. as it was before. What? It's decelerating. <laughs> it stopped. Hooray. Yeah. What? <laughs> and everyone but that general is happy about it. Yeah. The general's that, like, that general seems pissed. He's kind of like, that the world didn't end. He's like, oh, I kind of, I hope this doesn't get out that I fucked up because he knows DeCoscos is going to come and kick his ass. <laughs> no, he's not because DeCoscos can't fight. Oh, that's right. He knows Dark Dacascos is going to come and say mean his, things to him. His twin <laughs> brother, actual Mark Dacascos, yeah, is okay. going to show up. There that you would go. be good. Actual Mark Dacascos, <laughs> his twin brother. <laughs> this is Mark and actual Mark. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And the movie just ends with uh, Dacascos and Lady like putting their heads on each other. Like, I think, oh, I think actual just, Mark Dacascos is actually named trademark Dacascos. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Anyway, yes. But they fly away. Movie ends. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. It fades out, and I go, why were they trying to kill them again? Why was he trying to stop everything? Why was the one guy angry about it? Because he had his orders. I don't know. Answer it. Let's rate it. We we're running way too long for this shitty movie. Yeah, we had a good time talking about it. Yeah. Nah. Doesn't get a Stargrove. Nope. 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 Soundtrack rips off liberally from a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. From yeah. all... Well, Predator. The sound- yeah. Yeah, there's some good Predator in there, some good Armageddon, just some good general Michael Bay theme hero music. Yep. Okay, so. Three bags. I really hated this. I hate that they wasted Mark Dacascos in it. I hate that everyone had stupidest motivations for everything that were just random and only plot advancing. And I mean, I I can put up with stupid pseudoscience, Mm -hmm. obviously, but I can't put up with characters just doing random things just so you have some kind of conflict that there so many of my pet peeves are stuffed into this movie uh, but uh, three bags all right i'm it, it it doesn't get five because we actually had fun making fun of it at certain points oh we've seen much worse i know but we, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's exactly we've seen much worse but three bags okay i, I would not want to watch this again I I didn't hate it that much. I was almost kind of sitting at one jocks the entire time, but when you got to the end uh. of the movie and Mark Dacascos had not done a goddamn thing, I'm going to have to drop it to one bag. I'm like, this movie's not great. It is certainly not the worst thing. Capable at times, but generally not. Um, it's one of those movies that you can just sort of put on the background and make look over at it and make fun of it and then go back to whatever it is you're doing. The... Mark Dacascos not doing a goddamn thing is inexcusable. Just flat out inexcusable. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say that that's pretty much why this movie gets three bags from me because you can put anybody on the screen to deliver some shitty sarcastic one-liners throughout an entire movie and get punched in the face and look sweaty and slightly foreign. Yeah, put Corbin Burnson in there. Yeah, I put mean, anybody. <laughs> Treat Williams. I don't know. One of those guys who's in all of these things. Anyone. Literally. Even maybe you. Sure. I mean. I was all right in 2002. I would have yeah, been an yeah. okay colonel. You're, you're smarmy enough. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, but, man, even as junky, shitty pseudoscience movies go, this one's 
<laughs> fucking rough. Rough. And I love the core. And this is like the dumb surface version of the core. So I should love this, but there's no heart to it. No. It's bleh. It's all it's bags. Yeah. Three of them. I I'm very much like you. I I was thinking that I was out of one jocks for this movie because I I actually kind of like the weird little ragtag all like stupid pseudo A-team thing they try to do at times. Mm-hmm. The problem is is that there's too much bullshit that drags it down. And in talking it down about, like a nuke in a hole. In, in, in talking <laughs> about it, I, I'm realizing that most of the conversations are like watching that couple that you were friends with that that should break up but never does. So they're just fighting and then making up and fighting and then making up, and it's like just fuck off. Yeah, like both. I don't want to hang around either one of you. Even <laughs> if you did break up, I'm done with both of you. Right. Um. But <laughs> so yeah, I, I've got to drop it down into bags territory. I, I think it's still only going to get one bag for me. Um. There, there's there's little moments in this movie that I like, and I I do like. Ted from Scrubs being weird hippie <laughs> Murdoch guy that was fun to me for some reason. Yeah, and a couple of his other cohorts get a couple of moments, but yeah, Mark Costco is completely wasted. Mm-hmm. I mean, the like three of the three of the bigger people in the movie just did not need to be there at all. Yeah, Rucker Howard didn't really do much Rutger Howard no. stuff either. No. So yeah, one bag. I Lieutenant Harris was appropriate in his role. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they, he's that's, fine. That's fine. That's Absolutely. the only good casting decision in that movie. Yep. Mark Ralston. Even, yeah. Mark Ralston. Oh, yeah. That yeah. guy, yeah. Mark Ralston. you got exactly what that guy does. Yeah. Yeah. I, You're always were an asshole. Go I ahead. was enjoying it better, more than I should have for a while. But yeah, by the end, it was just like, oh, no. Just yeah. no. Well, we kept thinking there's got to be a fight. He's going to have to roundhouse kick someone in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't. I was hoping he'd be like... I don't think... He, he like, doesn't fire a gun either, does he? He didn't do anything. No. He no, shoots he, the one he, dude. He, shot, he, he shoots the dude. burn victim. Yeah, burn victim. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay, he does. Yeah, he okay, unloads right. his gun. He empties a clip. Hmm. Magazine. He <laughs> expires a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. My subscription is expired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your complimentary copy. <laughs> Please come to back to us. Burn victim monthly. Here's a free, here's a free <laughs> hamburger Solve phone. monthly. <laughs> All right. I think we've talked about this enough. Let's take a break. Hey, 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 let's say we talk about more movies. That sounds great. If you insist, okay. I mean, you know, you guys ever seen True Lies? Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I remember that being pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I need to watch it again. Okay, start not out Tom on Blu ray, though, oh, is it? No, not out on Blu ray. I need Tom Arnold in 1080p, don't we all? No, actually, we okay. don't all need it. Uh, I saw Lego movie. You mean the Lego the movie? The Lego movie in 3D. Wow. In Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was... We Our choices that night. Mm-hmm. My wife really wants to see Jon Snow versus the volcano. Or... <laughs> um, I love that you keep calling it. Or 300 Part 2. Yes. And it ended up the times didn't work, but Lego movie was there. And we're like, should we just see Lego movie? And like... I don't know anybody that doesn't like Lego movie. So we're like, all right, we're going to see Lego movie. That movie's really good. 
that movie commit also commits to its style in a way that really surprised me because mm-hmm. you know like i remember when i originally played like the lego video games i was disappointed that not everything in the world was made of lego bricks like it's basically you got lego figures but they're running around on like sand and yeah water and all that this movie is committed straight up to looking like a stop motion lego animation movie mm. like to the like even when explosions happen the explosions are done in clear red and orange Lego pieces that move oh, nice. and simulate fire and everything. Cool. And they've also changed the frame rate of the movie. So it's not like a smooth motion all the time. It looks like it's like at 10 or 15 frames a second, something where it's, you see discernible pauses and you don't get um, motion blur mm-hmm. really. So it's, and apparently it was entirely computer animated, which is mind boggling to think about because of some of the crazy stuff that they have mm. that happens in that movie. But that movie's super well written. Like, incredibly well written. And it's one of those, like, comedy nowadays, it's kind of disappointing to me, and I know you've touched on this, Chuck, where so much of it becomes improv, and it's like, hire funny people, and then just pick whatever the goofiest thing they say is, and that's our joke. Yep. Whereas this is written like, okay, set up, punchline, and the situation, and the jokes arise from, okay, we've put this character in this situation now what happens to him that would be funny Mm -hmm. and it and it they go from there like like you can tell it's a very tightly scripted movie and it's more how the actors deliver the funny lines rather than just oh great odin's beard i said something goofy you know they don't resort to that which i found really refreshing Like, like i found animated movies have a lot of the better comedy writing and it also it's surprisingly innocent like it doesn't fall into that trap of all right, let's sneak this one in for the parents and the kids won't get it. Mm-hmm. There's, there really isn't any of that. Hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's very clean, but all the jokes are really funny in it as it's well. It's just good natured then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it has a pretty good story arc and it's just, it, they just got a bunch of really funny actors to at least deliver the lines the way they need to. Mm-hmm. And these were, these, it was also by the guys who, uh, they made, I guess, cloudy with a chance of meatballs, which I've never seen, but they were also the directors of 21 Jump Street. Oh. Okay. Because Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum do show up as characters. <laughs> of course they do. Of course. Yeah. Though you went like a lot of them you just wouldn't recognize the people. I mean, obviously Morgan Freeman you're going to recognize when he's speaking. Right. Yeah. More but, than that. But there are, yeah. there Shoot are this oh, motherfucker. Yeah, there are quite a few scenes that like, <laughs> and Charlie Day is one of them too. Oh, good. Which. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anytime you put Charlie Day in your movie, I'm more interested in your movie. Yes. But. There, there are about three scenes where I was literally doubled over laughing so hard at what they were doing, and they just keep pushing them. Mm-hmm. That they're great. That movie's really great. Like I, I don't know what else I can say about it other than it really commits to what it's doing, uh, style wise, and it does not feel like a giant commercial for Lego, which was the only thing that I was prepared to be ready for. Right. And I guess if you look at it in a really cynical light, you could see that, but it's so well written and so well executed that, that it didn't strike me that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I will probably Scott in the live stream comments wants to know how many blocks would you give it? <laughs> uh, I gave it, four, <laughs> I gave it four and a half blocks okay. out of five. Oh, we could do half scales on blocks. Not yeah. Jocks uh, and blocks bags. is a free. Well, because you have, you know, the yeah, you regular have, size oh, and, sure, and sure. the ones that yeah. you can never get apart from the other right. ones. Yeah. I know on, on letter, boxed letter blocks letter, letter blocks i gave it four and a half okay um i mean it's not like absolutely perfect but 
it's really good. It's really enjoyable, and it's and it's like ninety minutes. So it sounds know, like you chose wisely. It hits all my criteria. Yeah, yeah. I, it sounds like we're probably going to end up seeing three hundred this weekend. So oh, we'll see. Someone has to. Yeah, <laughs> matinee prices, of course. Uh, yes, of course. Yeah, but I, I just anybody eat, ever see that trailer? The matinee with, prices? No, the, oh. no, the one with the war pigs. Nope. Uh, I don't think I saw that one. That's such a good trailer. Like I was like, okay, I'm back on board with this movie. I was like, why did I think I didn't want more 300? Yeah, apparently Eva Green makes it worth seeing. All right. Like she's, it's weird with her that she's become like the best part of so many bad movies. You know, or like movies where just like there's not much enjoyable aside from her performance. Right. And it's like, how come she hasn't kind of broken back in and been in something big? Yeah. You know, she's like, she's in stuff like Dark Shadows and this and well i guess she'll be in uh sim city because she's what's her name in a dame to kill for oh yeah i, I don't know yeah the main one that everyone's like who the hell are they gonna cast for yeah. that so okay so we'll see if that happens i know i mentioned it last week but uh i saw 12 years a slave that deserves to win the oscar uh the filmmaking is really good on that like like as far as they use a lot of long takes to get better performances out of the actors and to really hammer home some of the really horrible, painful stuff that's happening. <laughs> and it, that's a big part of the reason why I don't think I ever want to see that movie again, mm-hmm. because it is, it is very effective at putting you in that situation along with the main character. And it's rough, but that movie's biggest problem is it has a lot of famous actors as plantation owners and it's incredibly distracting. Because it's like, well, there's Benedict Cumberbatch. And, you know, it's like, there's Michael Fassbender. You know, it's, there's Paul Giamatti as a slave trader. You know, it's like. Well, that I can believe. It just, it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's the, problem. <laughs> that's the catch 22 that you've got is because these guys are really, like, you will hire these guys because they're really phenomenal actors. Yeah. But the problem is, it's like, yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's him. And then when Brad Pitt shows up, he's kind of terrible. Hmm. And that kind of throws everything off because it's like. Yeah, that's him, isn't it? You know, but, and, and that's, I, I guess that's, maybe that's just a problem with me is that seeing those recognizable faces yanks me out of that reality that they've crafted because they, I can see that. They just, they do a really phenomenal job of creating that world and really thrusting you into the hopelessness of that situation. And then it's like famous actor and it it's just kind of, it's really jarring. Hmm. Well, speaking of thrusting, did you ever watch his other movie, uh, Shame? I have not seen Shame, no. <laughs> so I get it. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's another <laughs> movie. It's, it's really good, but it's like, yeah, you're like, I don't think I ever need to see this movie again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Does that one use a lot of long takes of stuff? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really well made. It's just, again, it's like when it's over, it's just like, oh, God. I just. <laughs> yeah, I and it's one of those where I, I, I still feel Quran was the best directing job this year. But I would not have been disappointed if Steve McQueen had won it because I think that his job was, not, while technically not as complex, like, like I think with Gravity, Quaron pulled off like a lot. Like the degree of difficulty was way higher on what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But I think Steve McQueen did a phenomenal job as well. It was one of those where I was like, if he had won the Oscar, I'd be cool with it. I'd be like, Quaron should have won. But I can acknowledge that there's definitely merit to what. Steve McQueen did with that movie. But well, it's, I think it's this was one of those years where they were like, we have two really fantastic movies, do the split. Yeah. You know, I think that's how everyone looked at it. Yeah. Hmm. So, 
yeah two the two big winners are the two that i mainly saw and i have no argument with either of them the stuff they won and the girl i'm not even going to attempt to john travolta her name but she was (laughs) she was really good as well and it's one of those cases where i didn't recognize her so i could buy completely into everything that she was doing in that movie but yeah she definitely deserved the oscar she got are you going to talk about the movie you watched part of? No, you go ahead first. Really? Yeah, because you, you watched me, the whole movie. You got me curious now. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you in a minute, but you watched no, the whole movie. It's probably newer than what I watched. Ah, just tell me. Man. 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 Okay, so we had the question last week of movies were kind of a shame that we never saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit of you know, truth be told, what, what sparked this and made me go, yeah, I still have never watched that and I need to, is I was catching up on watching Archer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck me, I've never seen Smokey and the Bandit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Cannonball Run. I've seen, yeah, I've seen, you know, lots of other Burt Reynolds things. So I get it. I get <laughs> 70s Burt Reynolds, but I've never seen Smokey and the Bandit proper. Wow. That's shocking. Yeah. Man. Okay. So there you go. So okay. I was like, fuck yes, we're watching Smokey and the Bandit. Let's do this. <laughs> Goddamn right. Fuck God yes. bless Hal Needham. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. That movie is great. <laughs> They're Rest like, in peace. Taken too soon. Nobody <laughs> made movies like him where it was just like crazy ass stunts. And like nowadays it feels weird and off putting the, the conversation style that people have in those movies. But I love it because it's refreshing. It's so different. It's it. It's that like it feels just not real enough to be fun, but not so real. That it's like nobody talks like that. Mm-hmm. Like I could see super clever or. I don't know. I don't know if clever is the right word, but super witty people saying these things, like he, they say in his movies and stuff, and just yeah, like I mean, for what that movie is, it's so great and compelling. Like watching him <laughs> and Sally Field in the car and stuff, and it's just like, I mean, you're watching something other than the mustache in the car. Yes, Sally Field's ash. She was pretty fine back then. Yep, she was Gidget. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's <laughs> no, right. I mean, like, really? I mean, like, I mean, like Jerry Reed is really good at it. Yes, I mean, he is. Like, I mean, God, it's just it's all it's all so good, and like, I cannot believe like the Jackie Gleason things that he said in that movie, for yeah. especially for a PG movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that and just like, I mean, the, his persona at the time, like yeah. you know, that he agreed to do that movie and say the things that he did. And stuff. Oh well, I, I think off screen everyone knew that Jackie Gleason was a pretty terrible okay well, <laughs> person in that regard in terms whatever. of yeah. language. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean that he was a bad guy. I just meant that he was very salty. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, <laughs> like I said, I, I, I feel ashamed that I never saw it. And as, as I'm sure someone who's seen them all, do I keep going? And where do I stop? Like there's been, there was three, right? <laughs> yeah. There, well, unless you want to count the four TV movies that he directed. <laughs> I'll need them. Yeah. Well, okay. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So he directed the first two. Smoking the Bandit, mm-hmm. Smoking the Bandit 2. Okay. 2 is very kind of kid-friendly, mm-hmm. uh, but it still has its moments because okay. it adds Dom DeLuise to the mix, and y- you get gold. Is, does Dom mm-hmm. DeLuise become Jerry Reed's character? No. Or Jerry Reed's he, he's, back a, he's a new character. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, okay, watching that. Yeah, Jerry Reed's back. The third one is just a goddamn train wreck. Okay. Um, because it is just Jackie Gleason. Mm. If that makes sense. <laughs> mm. So Smokey is the bandit. That's what they were trying to do. Mm. I just uh, remember that from Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the charade <laughs> right. that they were playing in heaven. Um, and then there are four TV movies. Uh, pretty much no one's in those. But he directed all four of them. Okay. There right. used to be like this rotating thing on weekends. Like they, they made a bunch of Midnight Run movies and uh, with Shooter McGavin. <laughs> and they made a bunch <laughs> of... Uh, bandit movies 
Okay. So, there's actually a DVD pack with all seven movies in it that you can get. So, is it on one disc? Probably is. <laughs> it probably sweet. It probably yeah. is. So, so I, I I feel ashamed, but I I've rectified it now. Okay, and I love so, it. So did you see this week's Archer? Um, I I think I actually were there in Columbia. I think no. I think I accidentally okay. watched two out of order because okay. like I I didn't look at the episode title and all of a sudden one I was like, wait, I think they're referencing something I didn't see, but mm. I remember from the the montage thing. Yeah, yeah, and then you know there's basically the one where they're using Eastbound and Down song and everything. And, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. There's a really good Hal Needham joke in this week's. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not caught up on Archer. I am uh, watching season four right now. But way behind. Yeah, you I, gotta catch up. S- season four is fucking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> well, like, season's probably damn yeah. good. I, I think I've mentioned it, but I normally don't like laugh out loud when I'm by myself for some reason. That was funny. <laughs> you just sit there and say that's so funny I, I will find stuff funny but it just doesn't elicit that response mm-hmm. right um but i've been sitting and last night i was watching a bunch of episodes and i'm just like <laughs> 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 like cackling at the screen so well done good. indeed archer loves the same stuff we love yep yes that's the key to exactly that show for us at least it, at least for me it, it's funny that you mentioned that i wasn't even going to talk about this movie but i i'd rewatched ed tv because true detective and mm-hmm. sure yeah that's the one you go for it, it, Ma- obviously well so matthew mcconaughey <laughs> when that movie starts he's a video store clerk and at one rewind, point he's rewind, trying to rewind. he's trying to recommend smoking the bandit to some children and they're just not having it and he just sort of loses it and tells them to go basically fuck off and watch their Steven Skull bullshit uh, but he is just talking about smoking the bandit with such just reverence for it it's just <laughs> i mean this is how much i liked it i was like i've wasted how many years of my life that i could have been watching this kind of on yeah. a regular basis <laughs> yeah that's that's the way i feel about it that movie's I, I, super quotable yeah um, I, feel, I feel bad but y- I'm, you should really watch smoking the bandit 2 okay i mean smoking the bandit 2 like there weren't outtakes at the end of the first one right uh at the end of the f- first one yeah mm, i thought there were i mean I don't. I don't think there were. I know no. there were in Cannibal no, Run. No, there, no, there weren't. But Smoking the Bandit Two is almost where that trend started. Okay. Of putting outtakes in the closing credits because that's where Anchorman even steals yeah, yeah, one of his outtakes the, from. The, uh, so yeah, apparently Sally Fields back in the second yeah. sequel because yeah, she, yeah, I remember that scene in Anchorman. Yeah. I, I think I was like waiting for that, thinking like oh, obviously that's at the end of this, and then no, it's just, yeah, here's some short seventies credits from a couple people and the music. Right. Um. Okay. So. I was I was clearing off the DVRs I often want to do on weekends, and so I had recorded Grown Ups two. Simply hey, the be- sequel to Grown Ups. Yeah, simply because I wanted to know what America decided was more important than Pacific Rim. That's the only reason. And I'd mm-hmm. seen the first one. You, yeah, I don't think you want to know the answer to that question. Here's the thing: four minutes into it, I deleted it off my DVR which is a personal record for me. I have never been <laughs> so disgusted at a movie and at America <laughs> than after that. It, it, what happens in that four minutes is a deer shows up in Adam Sandler's house, starts pissing all over Adam Sandler, runs around the house, starts destroying things, pissing on everything else as it goes. And it's a CGI deer. And I was like, what the fucking shit is this? And was just like, I will not stomach another second of this. I don't care if Salma Hayek is nude for the rest of this movie. <laughs> not worth it. Gone. All right. 
So you didn't like it? Nah. Okay. Would not recommend? No. Okay. I would not. Okay. So let's do emails. All right. <laughs> All right. First, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> damn. Uh, first one up is from Mel. It says, uh, Movie Tough Guys is the name of the email. It says, Hi, gang. Mel again with my head still going over Jack Reacher. A very good movie that works in spite of rather than because of Tom Cruise. I give credit to writer-director Christopher McQuarrie, writer of The Usual Suspects, writer-director of The Way of the Gun, for crafting a film that drops a lot of info on you but still keeps things moving along. Along with Reacher, I saw Bullet to the Head, which I enjoyed, but I felt that it fell short of what Walter Hill can do. But I think we'll never see another great Walter Hill movie, given his age and other interests as producer. Maybe the same thing happened to John Carpenter? Still, Bullet was an entertaining watch with plenty of killings, mayhem, and an awesome axe fight between Stallone and Jason Momoa. And it was a lean and mean 92 axe minutes versus axe the fight. Hun- yes, they, uh, yes, they fight with axe, axe fight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was a lean and mean 92 minutes versus the 131 minutes of Reach Around Jack. <laughs> reach Around Jack. Uh, watching Tom Cruise try to be a tough guy, though, got me thinking of actors who were real-life tough guys, like Lee Marvin, who in his prime would have thrown Tom Cruise 10 feet across the room with nothing but his alcohol breath. <laughs> so that made me curious to ask you guys who are your old school favorite actors guys who had a rough past like Charles Bronson a former fighter former minor and sudden movie star at the age of 50 and how do you rate them compared to modern actors who are competent but likely have never been in a fight in their lives yet want to be bad on camera uh, cliche to this Steve McQueen for me yeah I mean he's fucking badass yeah I mean I'll second that dude's Charles Bronson thing. I mean, yeah. back in the day, you would hire a guy who was tough, not because he was pretty. And Charles Bronson was not a pretty man. Oh, and George C. Scott. Y- yeah. Yeah. George C. Scott would probably murder you. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> he would yell at you, and then he would murder you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just back in the day, they would hire people not only who had talent, but just because they had sort of an imposing presence. Not necessarily muscular either, but just like, that dude would probably murder someone. Like, Charles Bronson, I'm sure he was a nice guy. Everything I've ever read about the man said he was probably a pretty nice guy and didn't like being trapped in the cannon machine that he got trapped into. But that dude, scary on film. Like, you, if you saw him coming, you'd be like, shit, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom Cruise, yeah, he can sort of play an action-y guy from time to time, but because he does so much other stuff and some goofy stuff, mm-hmm. it's not like if I ever ran into Tom Cruise, I would be intimidated like, I hope I don't say anything to Tom Cruise where he punches me in the face. Well, he'd have yeah. to punch up. Yeah. Even for you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't, he might be eye level with me. I'm taller than Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's taller than the only Al person Pacino. you're taller than. Yeah. Um, that's true. I had to look this up uh, but uh, to remember exactly what it was. But Christopher Lee yeah. was an honest-to-goodness badass um, member of Britain's Special Operations Executive a.k.a. the Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, uh, with Ian Fleming um, doing badass spy shit. Well, any of those dudes who were like, in World War Two, I yeah. mean, it's like, they were in World War Two, and then they started making movies. You're like, okay, these guys are legit. They have some credentials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they probably murdered a few hundred people in their day. So. Well, plus, like, you know, that was like, if you were in World War Two, you were really actually in the war, not like later where it was like, Oh, yeah, Elvis is going to war. Right, right. Where yeah. we're going to keep him safe and yeah. have him perform for some people. Yeah, exactly. So It's not like he went to Grenada. Right. I, I, I think Jason Statham would, would kick someone's ass. Yeah, probably. Like, as likable as that guy seems, 
he he probably would fuck some people up. Yeah. One guy I wonder about, because he's pretty much been an actor his whole career, but Jonathan Banks. I went, like He plays it so well that I wonder if he actually was a guy but he played but the thing he is was early so goofy for yeah, so long. early on in his career he was goofy and yeah. that's the difference but na- nowadays yeah he definitely emits that aura of do not well mess now, with this guy i mean even on community yeah he does but now he's in that he's in that rotation of danny trejo direct video movies he's like in those now he's starting to do those things and he's mm. scowling on the cover and it's like okay he's become that kind of like lawrence tierney reservoir dogs guy you know he's he's gruff angry guy whereas you know like you see gremlins and all the early goofy movies he's in he's just he's goofy i know <laughs> and that's why i wonder it's like it was like did a switch flip or something did he i think go he, to cambodia and <laughs> learn the trade <laughs> over there or something? I mean, what happened i got three more okay oh okay vinnie jones yeah because yes. he will kill you yes i believe yes <laughs> for no good reason just he'll slam your head in the car door probably um audie murphy real life badass played a, himself in mm-hmm. a movie and audrey hepburn uh who worked with the dutch resistance i, I don't think she would hurt anyone she's a badass okay she, she's she counts as tough guy okay fine i will i will put audrey <laughs> hepburn on, on any list you want to put sure, her on. yeah that's fine yeah, with that's me. fine yeah yeah, but if we're talking out of all the entire list, I would enjoy that the most. Yeah, sure. Please, Audrey Hepburn, hit me again. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh I'm so just so oh, bandage yeah. me up. But yeah, if we're talking old school dudes, uh, Kirk Douglas, I like a lot. Yeah, still with us. I know. Not ten. I doubt he's doing much anymore. He was on the Oscars a couple years ago, making how, everyone really uncomfortable. How old is he now? He's upper 90s, gotta be. Holy crap. Yeah. See, that's how tough he is. He's still around. Yeah. Or Fuck something. you, death. <laughs> yeah. I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> punch you in the goddamn face. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't pick a fight with any of the you know martial arts dudes that actually know martial arts. Like, I okay. would never fuck with Jackie Chan, even at his age now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, or, he would still know. just go. <laughs> even more so like I'd, I'd, I'd be scared as shit to meet tony jaw you know like, oh, i have yeah. watched you actually murder guys on film i'm pretty sure <laughs> <laughs> many stuntmen died yeah. i'm pretty sure you've murdered dudes and they filmed it yeah mm-hmm. and even though again even though he's old and fat steven skull would you could just run for like <laughs> 50 yards yeah but if just you're like serpentine you know, like, like, like a like an alligator just serpentine motion if you were trapped in an elevator with steven seagal yeah and be, you looked at you him accidentally wrong, get yeah, you close suffocate. to him he might just go bah, bah, bah. let's just say all right let's say you're <laughs> He's still you're, fucking fast you're you're running you're running a marathon and you round a corner and steven seagal is there and your momentum can't stop he might fuck you up yeah, yeah. if you're within reach of yeah. steven seagal sure he'll yeah. fuck you up I, I will say meeting Fred Williamson, that that's an imposing dude. Like even still, I figure he probably had a forty-five in his jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the hell? None of us mentioned Jim Brown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we're stupid. that's the ultimate. Yeah. Sure, Jim Brown could probably still kick my ass. Yeah, right now. Yeah, Jim yeah. Brown is kicking your ass. I, I yeah. actually, I, I kind of just peed myself a little bit about thinking about <laughs> meeting him and just having him look at me because I think, I think I would just die because like it just he just stare me down and kill mm-hmm. me. <laughs> That yeah. would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jim Brown, definitely Jim Brown. Yeah. yeah. Does that make number one on our list then, Jim uh, Brown? Yeah. 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 I, I've seen him murder stuntmen. <laughs> Watched it on film. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the guy that, that shoulder checked the dude in Order of the Black Eagle? 
Oh, 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 the dude with the sandbags. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah I was about to. Yeah. I was about to mention honorable him mention too. for that. Yeah. that guy. Whoever for murdering he is. a stuntman <laughs> and then at running least, over at least head. one. Yes, and then at running over one. a man's head with an ATV. Sure. Yeah, popping that thing like a grape. All right. Uh, next one up is from Scott from Delaware. Uh-huh. Delaware. Title of it is "I spilled Canada Dry on my tabby, and now it's catatonic." Bum, bum, <laughs> so he said hey i liked it he said what's up casties scott two here the one in delaware number assigned by harlow last week first a question for bj hmm. yes a couple weeks ago you mentioned that you've never seen miller's crossing how is Correct. that possible for fuck's sake man it's a mafia movie by the coens and it's fantastic not to mention the best use of the song danny boy in a movie ever you need to get on that shit anyway not to seem pushy but you really should check it out I really will check it out. It is um, it is on one of many lists of movies that I mm-hmm. need to watch, and um, I will get to it. I promise within uh, I, a calendar year. I need to see that again. I saw it when it first came out, and I was too young to appreciate that movie. I think at the time, yeah. I'm making an effort to knock off some of those. Holy shit! You haven't seen this movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's good to do. All right, next item. With the next Fast and Furious movie being delayed, I worry you guys may suffer from a lack of car movies in your diet. Fortunately, I think I have a solution. April Fuels! Oh, a month oh, dedicated oh, oh, oh. to automotive hijinks. <laughs> okay, I like that. Yep. <laughs> I like that a lot. You have some great options from the last decade, like Tokyo Drift, Gone in 60 Seconds, the cage version, or maybe Death Race with Jason Statham. And of course, there is no shortage of classics from the 70s and 80s either. Death Race 2000, Cannonball Run, I know you guys love Hal Needham. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, or Gumball Rally, to name a few. There are plenty more titles out there, but I'm exhausted and don't want to burn out trying to list them. That said, I'll shift gears and end this transmission before you tire of all these car puns. Oh, I After get it. After all, I don't want to drive anyone crazy, so I'll stop. God damn it. Scott 2 out, <laughs> sent via Morse code. <laughs> Dang, Scott. I think next year we could definitely do April Fuels. Okay, have you seen Hooper? The stunts in that movie are insane. Well, like, the people had to have died. Well, I was he's mentioning there is a Scott mentioning. I'm assuming maybe same Scott. I don't know. Okay, mentioning Hooper and just the description: Burt Reynolds, Jan Michael Vincent, Adam West, and the Trans Am with a rocket booster. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like sold, 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 and sold. Yes, you should definitely watch Hooper. Okay. Well, I mean, is it Bamcast worthy? Bad or? You... <sighs> I, I think the thing with Hal Needham is like it has to like transcend into complete and total utter goofiness, like Megaforce. Yeah, no, it do, it doesn't do that. And he didn't direct that, did he? He was just a stunt guy, right? No, he directed Megaforce. No, okay, I, I I know sometimes it's he's yeah, no, stunt he, coordinator. Yeah, no, he totally directed Megaforce. Okay. Yeah. Hooper is stunt movie. Okay. It's just like stuntmen doing stunts. Oh, all right. It's like, hey, you're a stuntman, and I'm a stuntman, and let's go do some stunts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well, if you tell me it's not Banffcast worthy, it's it's getting watched soon. <laughs> By all means, watch it okay. soon. Okay. I, I, you know. Because, yeah, I need that. Okay. I would watch that before smoking the Mandate. Okay, that one's pretty good. Yeah, April Fuels. That's a good idea. Yeah, that is. we already have April. No, I'm not saying I, this I year. Think we've only got. A, We're not going to have that many. Doing, I don't movies. think there will be an April too. Yeah, are we doing just April out there. this year? Yeah, okay. We're doing I, April in place of August because obviously no one wants to do more dog movies. No. I think after we do four ape movies, it'll be like ah done. <laughs> this, that's, I, that's I love that this feeling. is all of an excuse just to do like Spymate and yes, one of, one yeah. of most the extreme, extreme primate. Yes, yes, one of those mm-hmm. and all of those and those Tony Danza gorilla movies. <laughs> are you going to do Ed? Because I want to see Ed for years. We could probably do Ed. I would watch Ed or Dunstan checks <laughs> or Dunstan checks in. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, April. Dunstan I've actually two. seen some some of Dunstan. I've never seen any of it. We could actually do a April Fuels crossover and do the Cannibal Run oh, movies because Clyde is in uh, both of those. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. Too much pun for one. Yeah. Maybe just work that in for one, not the whole thing. <laughs> Whatever you say, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, last minute email came in. Hey. Scott from Dallas. Hey. Scott number one. Yep. Says, Scott, uh, Scott one. Yeah. Scott one Scott versus Scott first. two. So saw a movie at Almo's monthly VHS night last night called Cast a Deadly Spell. It's an HBO movie from the early 90s. It's like a 40s film noir detective film where the detective doesn't use a gun. Except, instead of not using a gun, this detective refuses to use magic. Everyone else, though, uses a ton of magic because it was discovered after the 1930s or something. Anyway, the detective, named H. Philip Lovecraft, has to get the Necronomicon for his rich client after it's been stolen by a magic crime boss. Features a bunch of that guys, including Fred Ward and the scientist from the second Ninja Turtles movie. Decent movie, but bad enough for your podcast. Rather enjoyable, goofy special effects, but a nice atmosphere. Definitely check it out. Crash and Burn, Scott from Dallas. None of us have seen Cast a Deadly Spell. No, no, nope. not ringing, even ringing a bell. No. But my video store had it, and it was always a very prominent box that I would always see. I just never got to it. But I, I can see the Fred Ward cover of that movie in my head vividly. If you go on IMDb, you will see it. Mm-hmm. That is a terrible cover <laughs> from the producer of The Terminator and Aliens. From the producer? Yeah, that's what it says. Okay. The comedy detective thriller with special effects. And there's a little magic <laughs> wand. Between, I, I like when movies announce that they have special effects. Yeah. Ooh. Entertainment Weekly says, a great way to spend an evening. Well, USA Today says, imagine who framed Roger Rabbit with witches and zombies instead of tunes. I just did. Yep. There it is. No, you know what you saw? Cast a deadly spell. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm kind of astounded at how terrible this cover is. Like, it's mesmerizing. How does it compare to Space Jam? I don't know. There's no cartoons in it. If you're going by covers, Space Jam's cover is better. Oh, I'll, but this one is mesmerizing. What about bad. websites? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, com- they compared it to com. Who Framed a Roger Rabbit or Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so it must somehow compare <laughs> who it to Who Framed the Roger Rabbit? <laughs> who Framed the Roger Rabbit? Oh, Who Framed the Roger Rabbit over here? Over here. Over here. Was it you? <laughs> Do you frame the Roger you Rabbit? Frame- <laughs> God, this, this cover, I, I can't get over it. You're gonna I, have to. You're gonna have to move on. Time to, to put no, it away. Put it away. <laughs> put the cover away. Barry. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Cover your eyes, Marion. <laughs> it's like Medusa. Just don't look at it. No, it's too late. You can look at it in a mirror, and you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Just use your shield. It's like that Yellow King play. If you read it, you go insane. Yeah. See, it's kind of that's this covers the same thing. Just can't do that. I'm not the same anymore. Oh. Wish I remember. It's cast a deadly spell on me. Mm. Ha! 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 All so, so, catatonic. You guys got anything else? <laughs> we got contact information. Yeah, that's all I got. And actually, he's got it. That's right. <laughs> Boy, do I! In spades. Um, uh, contact information, as you may have noticed lately, is super easy. Just go to the website bmfcast.com. Look on the right-hand side. There are a bunch of buttons that will lead you to all our social stuff: um, Facebook. YouTube, iTunes, sure. Stitcher, Stitcher, <laughs> um, for all of your relevant mobile devices, and uh, listen to our Twitter. show about Scorcher on Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> listen to some Scorcher torture on Stitcher, and then talk Man. about it on Twitter. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Say it again. Uh, the other thing you can do to get in contact with us is to give a call to the Garfield phone, the one, the only Bamcast hotline, 91055JOXBMF or 91055692639263. Garfield is laying by waiting to take your call. Keep them short and sweet, those voicemail messages, by the way, or we will find you and kill you. Not no. true. We just won't play your voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> it just won't get on the air. Yeah. But we may laugh heartily mm. and then eventually stop it if it goes over three minutes because we get bored easily. Yeah. We're like, cats. well, do you know what's happened to the people who have left us, left us really long voicemails? I don't. Sometimes we've chastised them into not calling them ever yeah. again. <laughs> I do. That's, that may have happened once or twice. I remember some regular callers who I haven't heard from in a long time. <laughs> I remember a few. We're kind of mean. Yeah, <clears throat> but call good. us anyway. Yeah, we love you guys. Because obviously, you who are out there who haven't called are witty and yeah, brief. Yes, witty and brief. <laughs> I'm witty. <Yeah>. I'm brief. <laughs> treat your email like Twitter. I'm witty and pretty and brief. <laughs> yeah, yes. Treat your voicemail like Twitter, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can get only your use zinger a- and get out. Yep. Yeah. Craft it well. Well, speaking of getting out, let's do that. Oh. Let's go. All right. Out here. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out.